316 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. Oh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on today. Uh, we've got Hurricane Maria blasting through the Caribbean. That can't be good for anybody. And it's uh, headed for Puerto Rico. It was a four. It's a five. It's a four. And just it like wiped out an island. Uh, uh, I can't remember what the name of that. Uh, Dominica. Uh, meanwhile, Hurricane Jose. It's going up these coasts, but that's probably not going to make sure, which is good. Uh, I see the city issued a random press release further explaining and justifying they're a terrible decision to allow right turns. I don't know why they did that. I, I, I can't get into that today. Just random press release. Uh, and Donald Trump made his first speech to the UN General Assembly this morning, promising to totally destroy North Korea if the nation's rocket man leader does not abandon his drive toward nuclear weapons. He called Iran a rogue nation. He threatened some sort of unspecified intervention in Venezuela said we weren't going to lift sanctions against Cuba. Uh, in, in Venezuela, you know, the economy is collapsing and the government has, like, turned to force. It's, it's a horrible situation, and, and apparently um, we might go there. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I had hopes, you know, that Trump had turned it around a bit. Uh, cooler heads were pre- beginning to prevail in the White House with the departure of Steve Bannon and the assertion of uh, the new chief of staff, John, General John Kelly. Uh, I see from uh, the photos of uh, John Kelly at the speech today that maybe he wasn't so happy because, uh, you know, this is not happening. The rhetoric at the U.N. today was inflammatory, insulting to other leaders and countries. How is that going to move anything forward? I just how is that enlightened world leadership? It's not. I don't know why. But when I read and hear these statements, I often connect to uh, like pop culture scenes and clips from TV and movie uh, because, you know, I was raised in the 70s and 80s and, you know, TV dominated all life. Uh, maybe it's because it seems like we've become a screenplay in in reality where everything is portrayed in extremes, simplified down to an hour-long drama. Uh, Trump said this of, of Kim Jong-un, Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. I don't, I don't know why calling Kim Jong-un silly names is going to get us anywhere. I just, I don't. I don't see how that's, that's not helping. If the United States is forced to defend itself or its allies, the president said, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. That, of course, reminded me of, uh, uh, of this. We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. That's a course from Star Trek eight first contract contact. And I, I always that for whatever reason, the Borg always comes into my brain whenever anybody is trying to assert some sort of cultural or, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, authority over somebody else. Um, the Borg of course was the apparently invincible collective on Star Trek that made appearances later as well. The implications there are clear. Then there is this quote regarding North Korea and Iran from the president. If the righteous many don't comfort the wicked few, then evil will triumph. Uh, That immediately reminded me of uh, none other than Samuel L. Jackson. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. 
and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. That's uh, one of the famous passages from Pulp Fiction, of course. Now, I'm not suggesting that we take foreign policy advice from Quentin Tarantino, and that's lifted from a Bible passage. So it's, it's out there in more definitive and uh, contextual terms for you folks. But the notion of righteousness in the context Trump uses it is frightens me a bit. It suggests a blind faith to some sort of dogma only he knows. It seems to be that blind anything at this point is dangerous when you're dealing with two nations who, one who is uh, trying to, is threatening nuclear use, and the other who we, I thought we had reached an agreement with, even though the president hates it, everybody else thinks that it's working at some measure and keeping Iran from furthering their nuclear ambition. I don't, I don't understand it. He seems also to threaten force in Venezuela. He says, quote, this situation is completely unacceptable and we cannot stand by and watch as a responsible neighbor and friend. I, I don't know why in this case he thinks Venezuela is a place we need to go. Um, you know, it's been, it was run for many years, uh, by the socialist, uh, not Hugo Chavez, but I can't remember his name now. The, yeah, it is Hugo, Hugo Chavez. Chavez. And, you know, he, Trump makes references it being a once uh, prosperous nation, and, and well, it was socialist. It just had a lot of oil, um, and it, they have problems. There's no question about that. That place is the economy is collapsing. It's terrible. But what are we going to do? Im- impose martial law in Venezuela? I don't know how we how how we're going to conquer the entire world. You can't threaten force everywhere and expect to be taken seriously. World leaders are already beginning to ignore these threats as bombastic statements from an ill-informed president completely out of his depth and with no introspection to realize what's happening. This is not the America I understood us to be. You know, it's it's not the one I grew up with. I don't I don't know, you know, I realize that, that sometimes I'm completely idealistic on these things, right? You know, and I, I realize that, that my youth was colored and informed by uh, first the idealism and then the despondency of, of the 60s and 70s. I don't know. I don't know where that, I don't know why I continue to hold on to these, these notions of liberty and freedom for all that ultimately war to me is a destructive process. I don't see where our use of force around the globe for the last almost 20 years now has done anything. Yeah, we got rid of Saddam Hussein. That's going really well, I think. Don't you? We're going to be in Afghanistan. We're going to be in Iraq forever. There's no leaving. There's no leaving. So what are we going to do? If you think the Iran nuclear deal is terrible, okay, but, but why? He doesn't say why. 
the other countries that entered into it seem to think that it's working. Everybody in the world thinks it's working except Donald Trump. And in North Korea, just yelling at the guy ain't going to work. It's a terrible situation and there are no good solutions. Today, he chastised Russia and China again. He said a little nice thing about them. I mean, he took off after South Korea the other day. I mean, it's come on, man. Come on. This is not working. I don't know who wrote that speech today, but I don't think it, it was approved by the chief of staff, John Kelly, who was holding his head in his hands while he listened to it. Who's in charge of our foreign policy? Is it Tillerson, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson? I don't think so. Is it Secretary of Defense General Mattis? I don't. I. I, I don't know if there's the place being run by the generals, because General John Kelly doesn't seem to be happy. What's the policy, dude? What is it? Calling. Kim Jong-un names isn't going to get him to give up his nuclear capability or research. Threatening to overrun his country is only going to make him rely more on nuclear weapons because he thinks it evens the playing field. This was a horrific day for the United States in the world. This is not the America, as I said, that I understood us to be. It's not the one I grew up with. And yes, Star Trek and movies and TV was 1960s idealism writ large. The concepts were real, though. And all I can think of is, uh, you know, where's James T. Kirk when you need him? We can admit that we're killers, but we're not going to kill today. That's all it takes. Knowing that we're not going to kill today. Contact Vendikar. I think you'll find that they're just as terrified, appalled, horrified as you are. That they'll do anything. To avoid the alternative I've given you. Peace or utter destruction. It's up to you. That's the bottom line on the PL today. Agree or disagree, you can email me, Patrick at KSOO.com. Follow us on Twitter, P Lally Show, and on Facebook at KSOO. Coming up after the break, after the news with Mr. Dan Peters, it's common man. And uh, we'll be talking about NFL and the twins and all that good stuff. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000. K-S-O-O.